Hello, welcome to the Snap UK. I'm here with Michael. Hello. Hello. I'm John. Um, Good evening. But to start us off, I think we need to go immediately to the classified polls results. For week four of the 2023 NFL season, New York Giants 3, Seattle Seahawks 24. New York Jets 20, Kansas City Chiefs 23. Dallas Cowboys 38, New England Patriots 3. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers 35, Arizona Cardinals 16. Los Angeles Chargers 24, Las Vegas Raiders 17. Buffalo Bills 48, Miami Dolphins 20. Carolina Panthers 13, Minnesota Vikings 21. Chicago Bears, Denver Broncos game postponed due to lack of talent. <laughs> Cleveland Browns 3, Baltimore Ravens 28. Houston Texans 30, Pittsburgh Steelers 6. Indianapolis Colts 23, Los Angeles Rams 29 after overtime. New Orleans Saints 9, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 26. Philadelphia Eagles 34, Washington Commanders 31 after overtime. Tennessee Titans 27, Cincinnati Bengals 3. Jacksonville Jaguars 23, Atlanta Falcons 7. And rounding us off, Green Bay Packers 20, Detroit Lions 34. Thank you. Um, so, an interesting week. Uh, I guess the biggest game of the weekend uh, is the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. And uh, after their runaway victory against the Broncos, I don't know, you get a 50-burger, I don't even know what you get for 60, I don't even know what 70... 70 burgers sounds fucking stupid. Um, they got a 70 points against the Broncos. Um, they brought back down to earth as the Bills uh, were incredible against the Dolphins. Um, Josh Allen, like, he, he looked like... Um, the, he, it was one of Josh Allen's best ever games, quite frankly, and that's saying quite a lot because... When he's good, he's very, very good. I completely agree with you. I think Stefan Diggs had a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, but I think you're... The Buffalo Bills don't always come roaring out the blocks. But I think this is just them now settling into a rhythm, understanding what they need. And a divisional game they really honestly needed to win, I felt. The, the thing with the Dolphins is... That, it's not like every week is a blowout. They blew out an awful team, a yeah. bottom three team. The week yeah. before, they were held to 24 points by the Patriots, who aren't very good. Like, this was... I mean, I started last week's show with an apology to the Dolphins for claiming they might not make the playoffs this year. Yeah. If Tua goes down, they still might not. It's the important thing that uh, Armstead went down because last year, when it all went a bit squiffy... And Tua suddenly looked rushed and had no time to throw the ball. It was all because Armstead went down injured, and he's gone down injured. And I, you know, if he's not able to play, um, then Tua's life becomes a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm. And you don't, you know, he if he's getting hit, it's not like 
um, you know, he's not going to last the season. Oh, cl- I, don't, I don't want to be a doom No, 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 no. Uh, the, the, the Dolphins are sailing. This is a, that's a bad loss, but it's not the end of the world. The Bills should have been and were one of the favourites to get to the Super Bowl still. They're still in their window. Yes. So it's not a problem. Josh Allen accounting for five touchdowns on the day is, you know, what, what can you do? We know he has that in his locker. There are bigger concerns for me than Armstead because the line at the Dolphins has never been great. The, the, the tour concussion history still could rear its, quote, ugly head at any point because it just could. And that's only emphasised by the Armstead injury. On this day, there was no um, dual threat in the running game. So Devon A-Chain, eight attempts, 101 yards and two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert, who's supposed to be the lead back, nine yards on seven carries. And a fumble. And a fumble. And did not go well. Now, that's fine. Uh, like, they still picked up 142 rushing yards. But it feels like they've accidentally stumbled across this guy and given themselves a much better running game than they may have otherwise had. Isn't that kind of the joy of the NFL, though? Possibly. You get these players that, like, you're Puka Nakua. Means no worries for the rest of your days. Yeah. I mean, it's just these players who you don't expect to do what they do. Yeah. And just like, I mean, even Kuka Koop. I'll just have a mini stroke here. Um, if you couldn't, that'd be great. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just pull my trousers up. Um, <laughs> is it always a mini? Never mind. <laughs> Cooper Cup. That um, they weren't. The Rams weren't expecting him to have that connection with Jared Goff. These, no. these breakout players coming through is kind of the joy of the league for me. Yeah, I I agree. It's just an interesting note that their running game is already moving in a, def- a different direction to the one they considered it would be in. So when you take that alongside the Armstead injury, um, the, the other question that I have with the Dolphins, uh, Josh Allen is an elite quarterback. I won't deny that. Is Tua an elite quarterback? When his team is behind by two touchdowns, is he elite enough or is he only good when they are on top, when they are dominant? I think it's... For me, it seems silly to say it this way, but I still don't think there's enough evidence on Tua. Maybe. That that maybe doesn't seem silly because he's missed time with injuries. but Or he's been playing injured yes. in the run-up to it. I think this is... I don't want to say it's a make-or-break season because he's easily he's got more time. But this is... This is a good opportunity with a good team and he seems to have a run of fitness, which I've now jinxed for I, next week. I always look backwards for comparative players when we're dealing with the modern player. Not sure this is going to be a popular one, but I'll take it. Tua, at the moment, with lots of room to improve, reminds me of peak Tony Romo. When the team is good around him, he is capable of unleashing and they dominate bad teams or medium teams. But when he is required to step up and win the game himself you're not necessarily going to get that peak player. Yeah, I can. that's what I can see from Tua. If the conditions are perfect, he, like, he can be a flat-track bully and he will absolutely destroy, um, especially with the weapons he's got. Like, it doesn't, you know, you saw how quickly, like, Tyreek Hill can become free. But he does everything quickly. Yeah. 
Um, and, uh, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I, I can get the Tony Romo comparison. Like, yeah, it's early days. It's early days. But I, I'd love to. See, I'd love to see Tua. You know, prove us wrong. And, you know, be the guy that's going to elevate this team. But at the moment, um, is there and as well? Uh, is, we, we, we're making a lot of the offense. The defense was a rubbish. <laughs> this is a defense that could really do with that elite cornerback coming back into it. It can, and it's got Vic Fangio. His defenses start out; they need time to embed. So, whatever. But, but even when rushing Josh Allen, he didn't look flustered. No, no, because he's Josh Allen. He's Josh. It doesn't matter no. against other quarterbacks. Well, that will work. He is absolutely he. His movement is brilliant when he's fit, because he wasn't last year um, after the. Vikings game, I think it was when his shoulder his shoulder went down. Um, when he's face, like Romo calls him an alien, and it's quite apt. He's brilliant. Um, but yeah, Tua isn't in the same league as him yet. No. Uh, and you know, yeah, I'd love to see him, but but he's just a like a peak athlete, isn't he? Like he's he, you know he's. Quarterbacking is brilliant, but also like the fact that he's six five and can run through players. And well, he's, I mean, no, he's six seven, isn't he, Josh Allen? He's he's a big lad, and like he jumps, he, he hurdles players. Like it's freaky. So, am I right in thinking everybody has beaten everybody in this division so far? So the Jets beat the Bills. Bills. Yeah. Week, yeah. week one. Yeah. The Bills beat the Dolphins. Yeah. The Dolphins beat the. Patriots yes. and the Patriots beat the Jets. Yes. So it's all gone round in a big circle in the division. There are huge gaps between the teams. There is no doubt of that. Yeah. You can't write you can't write this. No. Well, people have tried. Uh but it's just interesting to see how we said before the season started, this division, if you take these four teams and divide them up amongst other divisions, none of these teams would probably be worse than second in any other division. Yeah. I think that probably still holds maybe the Patriots are letting the side down a bit there and losing Aaron Rodgers obviously does for the Jets. But fairly well, that holds up for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the thing we also need to consider for the Bills is Tredavious White. Yes. He, he had the Aaron Rodgers injury, didn't he? He's got uh, an Achilles injury. Yeah. He looked really good prior to this. I know he's had, he's had a bit of a spotty injury. Is it the same league, uh, leg as he did last time? That I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's the other one. But either way, he knew the second he went down, the helmet was off, the fist was pumping the floor. He knew. It was over. Yeah. So it, it's a big blow for them. It's a, he, he is a... I wouldn't use the, the phrase elite, but he is high league quality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they do get um, Von Miller back this weekend. Yeah. yeah what, Some Chelsea. form of Von Miller. What's that Super Bowl MVP ever done? But yeah, like... Uh... uh it helps, but of course it is a a travel week for them because they are heading to London. They are, to take on the Jacks. Yes. So an interesting away game. It is, although a home game. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. It's, yeah. it's a silly old system. Um, Talk to me, what's your favourite toilet bowl? Is it your one at home, the nice shiny porcelain one? No. <laughs> I've, I've said too much... 
too much. Uh, uh, I'm about to say shit, but which is true. I've seen too much bad stuff out there. For me, it's the I've just booked into the hotel. I've walked into the room, and I know I'm going to destroy it. <laughs> Favorite types of toilet bowl: uh, the half percent in Bedford, because once again, I'm walking in. I'm going to destroy this, and it's going to be very public. <laughs> Stor- the the, the left hand stall at Costco. <laughs> Man, I fucking had some memories in there. I mean, we've gone beyond where I had hoped, but 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 the bears and the Broncos, I'm guessing is. I mean, that was the toilet bowl for this weekend, and God, the bears can't even suck right, <laughs> man. I don't. I'm not commenting on that. They just so the bears were twenty-one nothing up, right? Yes, twenty-one nothing up over a Broncos team that conceded seventy points the week before, and contrived to lose the game. Uh, yes. 31-28? Yep. That Will Lutz <laughs> trade looked decent. I mean, where do you even begin to pick that apart? Because I, I have never sifted through shit, but we're about to. I just, I, I don't, I don't get how the Bears could do that. I know there's been big deficits that have been come back from this season already, and historically, but I just don't understand how your offense can go from electric to turgid so quickly. They don't have very um, Good players. innovative mm. uh, offensive coordinator. So if you look at it, all they did was run, <laughs> they got to a certain point and just ran the same play over and over again, which even the fucking Broncos can work that out. So it it was... Uh, a, a lapse in uh, play calling. It was also like for a defensive head coach, they're appalling, and they've spent big on defense this year. They've brought in some big players, and the Broncos don't have a run game. The they are well, they have Jaleel McLaughlin, uh, seven attempts for seventy-two yards. Yes. Who, sorry? Jaleel McCoughlin. Bless you. Running back at the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, replaced Javante Williams, who went out early. Um, and, yeah, it's just, the whole thing is, like, we, we you know, on our thing, I, I, I wrote, nobody won this weekend. I know the Broncos <laughs> technically won, but everyone knows that they are, they are an extra time kick better than the Bears. And everybody's better than the Bears. So... I don't know, as a Giants fan, I reckon the Bears could give us quite a competitive game. Yeah, probably. I want to stomp on something very quickly from this game. Go on. I do not want to hear people telling me Justin Fields isn't talented. Yeah. 28 of 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns. Yes, he got an interception at the end that killed the game for the Bears. But the guy is talented. Like He had 25 yards rushing on four carries. They're not utilising him properly when he's allowed to... You were pointing out to me about his passing in college. It was really good. It's brilliant. And, but, but they're not utilising him properly. In this game, it looked like he was just playing. Like, I'm going to go and play and see what happens. And I hope he carries on because, innovative or not, it was working. It wasn't his fault. The interception, fine. But... 
this game should have been put away. They had to get a defensive stop or two once the Broncos mounted a comeback. Sean Payton, for as much as we mocked him, I have no doubt is a better coach than Matt Eberflus. I mean, yeah. And it, and it showed because he could not get his team to stop the Broncos in the second half. The, the, the whole thing just... They, yeah, but Fields has a really good connection with DJ Moore, uh, 131 yards and a touchdown off eight receptions. I, I finally looked really good again with Cole Komet, who he hooked up really yeah. well with last year. Seven receptions, 85 yards and two touchdowns. If you were playing against Cole Komet in Vandersee, you would have been irritated because he like quadrupled his points total for the yeah. season in one game. And Darnell Mooney again, who seems to have been forgotten this year, 51 yards off four receptions. Uh, they always uh, difficult to forget Equiminius St. Brown. 21 yards off one reception. They, they need to be getting him into the game more as yeah. well. He's a good player. I think he's being underutilised. Um, it was also uh, a battle of uh, players that I didn't know were still in the NFL. Go on. Uh, so, for the Broncos, little Jordan Humphrey. Wow. God, bloody... I did, uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Bloody hell, I didn't know he was there. Uh, for, for the Bears, uh, Mercedes Lewis had a, a reception for eight yards. He's 400 years old. He's 41, I think. Yeah, well, isn't he the same draft class as Rogers? Two thousand and six, something like that. Yep. So he, I think it's it, he's like he's competing to be the longest serving player in the league. Yeah, he was um, he was born the year after me, nineteen eighty four. So he's not quite forty, but I am three years younger than him. Yes, you are. <laughs> this is his eighteenth year in the league. Wow, that's that's some going. I felt yeah, I felt sorry for Justin Fields at the end. Yeah, me too. Because I mean, if, if you see it, he just sits there, literally disconsolate for like 20 minutes, and no one can get him out of this funk. It, 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 like, I think Cole Komet finally comes over and gives him a hug. Um, but yeah. Um, there are far worse quarterbacks in this league oh than God, Justin yeah. Fields. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of them, surely. Yeah. I do not want to hear it being pinned on him. If the coaching staff aren't getting the best out of his talent, that's on them. They're still in trouble. The Bears are 0-4 and, for my money, comfortably the worst team. It's not close. Flatters them. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they can be 0-7 <laughs> after four weeks. I mean, yeah. That's where they should be. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah. Complete 16 passes in a row to yeah. start the game. Just yeah, yeah. Lights out. He was really good. No problem at all. So... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you look, you're right in terms of the Justin Fields thing. I, I just went on a bit of a... Wikipedia run, the 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 players he had at Ohio State, his wideouts were Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jamison Williams. Yeah. If you give the guy talent, he will perform. Yeah. DJ Moore this week looked good. Like, and DJ Moore's a up and down. You only have to cover one guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't. They had to cover Colcomet and, but eventually when. Uh, if you keep calling the fact that he's gonna he's gonna take the snap, run to the right, uh, on a fake, the defenders to ends are gonna go. It's a fake. I'll just hit him. Yeah, and that's all they did. But yeah, for the for the Broncos, um, we've seen Randy Gregory's been released. Yeah, didn't they give him like a twenty five million dollar contract yes. before the season started? Yeah. Um. So, I I I have not quite sure. Uh, the the rationale for this, but you know, uh, I mean, he was good, good player uh, before he joined the Broncos. 
here was my favourite fact from the weekend. The Bears are the first team to surrender 25 points or more in 14 consecutive games. Jesus. There have been some awful teams. Awful teams. Some bad teams. Really bad. This uh, this is one of the worst. You know, the thing about going going around going, has your team won since yeah, yeah, October? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Griff's found one of every American sports team. Yeah. Every, every franchise, yeah. yeah. Every professional, and yeah, it is just the Bears that haven't won in a year. So, yeah, uh, that's great. Well done, guys. <laughs> right, let's talk about the London game, because John and I were there at the London game. Yes, we were. Jags-Falcons. Paul, you were not there. You were invited. You should have had my ticket, but, you know, you weren't there. Did, did you watch at home? I did not. So you didn't watch the Toy Story version? No. No, I do, you want, do you want to talk about that first? It was actually quite good. I've watched yeah. bits of it back. It was, it yeah. was, it's creative. It, 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 using it's Slinky Dog as the ten yard marker is genius. Now I want to see that actually on the sideline. I want to see two guys yeah. as either end of the dog with a spring <laughs> between them, running, yeah, running up and down the sideline. That would make the game so much better. And at random points, knowing it can bring itself back in and make them hit, make yeah. them fall over. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I mean, you know, as is a lot of the NFL, you know. It wasn't for us, you know. It's for kids, but if it gets kids involved and wanting to, you know, go out there, bash their heads and get CTE, great. I look all for it. So uh, yeah, no big. I like like that. I liked it more than the game <laughs> itself, which was not much of a contest. It's the same sort of thing we get served up every year. Two teams who just look a bit underprepared. Yeah, I don't know whether the flying to London makes that much of a difference, but or, I think it's the atmosphere. I think the atmosphere is flatter than they get in yeah. America, and it and it sort of saps a bit of the energy out of the game. There seemed to be no real thrust. It's very respectful, like crowd. Like there's a rumbling of applause when you know, but you know, of course, the like the one of the best atmospheres I've. Seen in the for London game have involved the Raiders, who Raiders had a lot of UK fans, the Chargers, who seemingly half the crowd were Chargers fans. Like there was more Chargers fans in Wembley than will ever be at SoFi. Yeah, and brought a hell of a lot of noise. The this was the loudest the Jags fans have been. Um, like. But it's still for large for large periods of it, it's very like fallow, okay. and it's, it always seems a bit like a wasted experiment with the Jags. Yeah, because if you were going to build an audience here, you'd have done it by now. I mean, the, did, did it, you, it's building. It is building. There did are you, far more fans for the Jags than there used to be. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I have no doubt. But you like, you wouldn't fill Wembley with just Jags fans, would you? The first few games, I Jags fans, Jags games we we went to. Like it'd be almost like Jags shirts with a minority because you you turned up in your in, in your team in your team so it was it was quite multicolor. Let me replace that with a Blake Bortles shirt, young man. Well, there were a few. There was a, we well, saw a few. Saw a few, but Lawrence, you know Lawrence sixteen, mm. they they are selling quite well. And I mean, can I ask you a question from attending last year, which isn't. You know, necessarily for reviewing the NFL, but was there a lot of the casual fans who go for the experience because you can drink 
and don't necessarily understand the rules. We had people behind us last year who just didn't understand the game. Um, there was a lot of fans around who I think this was new to them. It was just something to to get involved with. Have a you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it should be it should be an experience you can just turn up to, Quite have a drink. Yeah, you know, it's a you know, uh, the halftime thing this year wasn't bad compared to H. Tom Grennan. Tom yeah, Grennan, no, Bedford, Bedford Zone. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's still, and I guess it's, you know, um, actually the crowd around us this year were less annoying than last year. That's not hard. Yeah, because. German people do like to smoke in a stadium, though, is what we just They bloody love smoking. They do love smoking. Um, um, yeah. Let, let, let's concentrate on the Look game at- for a minute. Um Desmond Ritter is now eight starts into his career. And despite the Falcons winning the first two games of the season, they did that kind of in spite of him. Yeah. Like, he's looked good on the odd pass. The rest of the time, he looks slow, indecisive, and to our eyes, not very accurate. No. He was trying to fit balls into windows that mm. weren't there. And we all know you've got to be careful where you place your balls. Very true. Yes. I, I didn't see anything, and I wanted to see from D Rids something we could cheer for. I want, I, I wanted a good Desi Rids game, and nineteen of thirty-one, hundred ninety-one yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. The interceptions were identical. Yes, it was the same pass twice. It was, and like, one of them was a pick six. One of them was a pick six, which. You could just see coming. F- I don't, oh, I know, yeah. I'd about to say for a mile off. We, we are a mile off. Yes, but. You could just see it, and like if we can see it, then you know, uh, Desmond Ridder should be able. To. Yeah. yeah. The other issues for me, so we know the Falcons can run. So yeah. teams lining up against them, no, they're going to run. Bijan Robinson, fourteen carries for one hundred and five yards. He looked electric. He's brilliant. He, he looked really good. They he could run past you in a in a phone box. He is brilliant. Yes, it, it seemed to be they. They didn't, for me, mix in enough. Tyler Algier, who is a different sort of runner, much heavier runner, seven carries, 16 yards. I get that. He's not as explosive. Yeah. But you knew if Robinson was on the field, it was a run play. It was yeah. very predictable. It was totally predictable. Cordero Patterson coming back will be interesting. Cordero Patterson was there. was there. He was returning punts and kickoffs and nothing else. He had no other rushing. Uh, I don't think he had no, he had no receiving stats either. Because they've killed the kickoff as well. Yeah. It is sad to see Cordero Patterson come on, watch a ball go over his head. Put his arms out. Put his arms off out. The pitch. Yeah. They've killed the kickoff and it was it's it's bad. I know I get it, the safety thing. We all know I don't care about that. If you sign up to play in well, the league, you sign I, up to play in the league. I I I, ca- I care about the safety thing more than more than more than most. Me. More than most. Yeah. I still think the kickoff is a sad thing to lose because so actually, I. like ch- chop blocks, chip blocks, mm. they're much more dangerous than kickoffs. Yeah, they are killing players' legs. You know, which that, but I, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I believe they <laughs> need them to play in the NFL. It's quite important. These are bad things. I, for the kickoff, it's a sad thing, and it, it is a spectacle, and that's why we go and pay them money to go watch these games because we want to see occasionally you want to see Cordell Patterson catch a ball and run 70 yards yeah. around people 
the, the Falcons, for me, need to get Cordero Patterson involved in the game some yes. way. Um, now, looking at their receivers list, we noted this at the time. How much had you heard uh, Janu Smith's name mentioned before this game this season? Very few. Did you even realise he was still on the team? I forgot he was there. Right. Six receptions for 95 yards. Like, he was putting up numbers, but slowly. He is not the guy you should be using as your number one receiver when you've got Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts isn't as good as everyone No, thought. he really isn't. He is great if you throw the ball to him. Two receptions on four targets for 21 yards. Not enough. No. It's not enough. It isn't enough. They have a great player there. They just don't use him. And when they do use him, it seems to be in a an absolute panic mode. And they're like... I, you know, I mentioned it. Two-thirds of the passes thrown at him last year by Mariota and Ridder were uncatchable. Yeah, and this is the issue. And this is the thing. Yeah, they have a great player, and he is going to be brilliant uh, in year five or five, year five or six when he's playing now, for the Cowboys. This That leads me then to, and we were talking about this at the time, if the Falcons had wheeled Tyler Heineke out at halftime, you would A, not have been surprised, and B, you would say they could have won this game. Yeah. Because the Jags stalled out. In the second half, they did nothing. They were, they, they ran out of ideas. They absolutely did. So, uh, Trevor Lawrence, 23 of 30 for 207 yards and a touchdown. But he, he basically did nothing in the second half. It was very, very slow after the, after the break. And it, it felt like they could have put the Falcons completely away. And instead, they just waited to see what would happen. And it, it struck me as... I don't know, like, it was almost like, like you say, they ran out of ideas. They scored two field goals in the second half, but they got off to such a fast start. They just yeah. they just could not seemingly shut the game down, even though 23-7 to feels like a, a big win. It never it never did. It never felt like that till right at the end, did it? Yeah, like... Ridder Ridder got, Ridder, was it Ridder that got stripped for the, got stripped for for the sack second. fumble? Yeah. And then we knew we could leave because the, the Jazz could kneel down. But they had done nothing up to that point to make you feel this game is secure. Yeah. No, like Christian Kirk had was amazing, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, very underrated receiver. Really, you know, eight receptions, eighty-four yards. But it was his name we kept hearing all yeah. day, all day. Calvin Ridley got the score when he uh, broke coverage. Oh, and he really did. Oh, he was yeah. unmarked in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. But that was. You know, it basically, all we heard all game was uh, eight yards to eight yards to Christian Kirk, and then it was <laughs> four yards gained by Bijan Robinson. Yeah, like, basically, that's the only names we heard because both teams just had very simple. And you know, it happens, but it's the, the Jags look bland. The Falcons look blander. Yeah, it's two teams who don't seem to quite have the ideas. I think the Jags still have all the pieces to be really good, and maybe they're just still fixing it together. And after the explosive end they had to the second half yeah. of last season, we expected more, and they're not quite there yet. Um, do you want to play another game of players I didn't know were still in the NFL? Go on, on the Jags, Jermichael Hasty. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, well, you should have done. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was always upset that Tank Bigsby. Wasn't getting enough. Um, because actually, um, ETN, ETN was uh, he was asked to do a lot of running into he had corridors. twenty carries for yeah. fifty five yards. Wow, it was, wasn't not great. No, it, was it was, not he, great. he just couldn't get free. Um, 
like I say, the Falcons, to me, look like a team a little bit low on ideas, but not being steered properly on offense. I would rest Ridder behind Heineke and try and win. Otherwise, you are going to lose some of these players. I don't mind them because Arthur Smith wants to run the ball. That's fine. Which is fine. It's But it's know, easy to run the ball if people think ha- your quarterback can we throw. We don't all have to be like Justin Herbert. But to have a competent quarterback enables you yeah. to confuse the defence. Because, you you know, Heineke, even if he's just going to hand it off, you have that, you know that he can air it out. London can get free. I have to, uh, Drake London is exactly like Pitts, though. It's like you were saying earlier, just... Yeah, I've bought this Ferrari to keep in my garage. Yeah. Do you want to play another game of players I couldn't believe were still playing? He's on the Falcons. Brett Favre. Michael Pruitt. Wow, that's enough. Michael Pruitt is in his eighth year in the NFL, and I couldn't have told you he was active in the last seven years. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about him. Did not even realise he was there, and I was at the game. Yeah, but um, it's... Obviously, we mentioned it last week. You know, they are... The Jags are signed at Wembley until next year. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I, I, I think it, they'll be back, but maybe not at Wembley. It might just be at Tottenham. Yeah, I, I can't see the link being broken. They make too much money out of it. Yeah, it is. But and like you say, they are now selling to a much wider fan base than they were when we started going seven, eight years ago. Whatever exactly. it was, it was a long time ago. Bare time ago. Bare time. Bare time I mean, ago. The, the, the variable that aren't Jacksonville trying to get a new stadium. They are yes, they uh, doing some negotiations out in Jacksonville, but. Basically, we pay for our stadium or we're gone. Yeah. It's worked for other teams in exactly. the past. Or bills. Uh, Bucks. Bucks. You know, it, whatever. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it wasn't the best. Let's uh, game. let's have a look at another team that got blown out. Um, the Bengals managed a measly three points, losing 27-3 to the Titans. How have the Bengals got so bad? Well, this is the question. This, yeah. Now, the obvious answer is Joe Burrow can't move. Yeah. Uh, why they're still throwing him out there when he clearly is seriously encumbered, I do not know. Who's the backup? Jake Browning, I believe. That's yeah. the reason why. And this is the question we end up with every year. Why don't teams have better backups? Part of the answer is they want to develop young players. Part of the answer is there's not enough snaps to go around to train the players, which is why they need a developmental league. Uh, but it's also bad planning. Bad planning. Because you knew that Burrow is the heartbeat of your team, and you know what it looks like when he can't play. Yeah. It's... But... It's the point now that... It... You... Uh, I mean, Zach Taylor has to take some... Has to take some heat for this. Because he needs to rest him. If if you're only playing a 40% fit Burrow, because you look at... He can't move. Everything's in shotgun. It's so basic... The line in front of him is shit. His, and it's paid a lot of money. Joe to Barrow's be shit. completion percentage this year, 57%. His previous lowest was in his first year at 65. Like, he is struggling badly. Get his yards per average uh, from a career high of 8.87 uh, in 2021 is down to 4.8 this season. Yeah. Just put someone else. The, high, the, the, the longest player they had this weekend was 14 yards. That is, it should be impossible. Embarrassing. It should be impossible. It, I, like, I feel when for Mac it. Jones has that, we all come out and say how shit Mac Jones is. And um, but this is a, this is different, though, because it's, it, this feels like injury. Well, it's, it is totally injury related. 
I mean, it's, it's a but yeah, like remember a couple of years ago, Stefanski kept rolling out Baker, yes, whilst injured, and you just you knew what he needed was a break. And I, I, I know different injuries because I think Baker was ribs related. This is leg related. Yeah. I don't know if a weak break will help. Even I don't know when they're. Um, we'll have to look at when their buys are. But I believe he's about week nine. That's too late. You can't. You you could be oh uh, what one and seven by then. The season's over. Well, there's no yeah. point in having a. You need to have this break now. Then you can build up again because if you're. Sorry, if Boa seven week seven, so, so rest him, rest, rest him now, rest him because yeah. you've got a chance to win seven or eight games after the break and be in the playoffs. But at the current rate, you will just injure him and he will miss the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah playing the Cardinals. What was uh, Jake Browning? What was your favourite play in this game? If the answer is anything other than Derek Henry throwing a touchdown pass, oh god, yeah, brilliant to Josh Weil of all yeah. people. It was. It also is. Uh, it would. It, it will come up later because I loved it. It was, was brilliant. Is that going to be your nomination for biggest balls of the week? Yes. I thought it should be. Uh, for me, it was excellent. The The Titans, back to two and two. They seem to be finding um, some headway again. Tannehill was fine. Tannehill doing Tannehill things, basically 18 of 25, 240. But they are back on the right track. Derek Henry, 122 yards rushing and a touchdown. Um, they need to get more out of Hopkins. Four receptions for 63 yards. Is not good enough. He's no. it's definitely been a struggle this season so far, um, but they're not a special team. And to take down the Bengals like this is very disappointing. Bengals down to one and three. Um, we need to look at them and the other one and three teams, and and it's going to help us to where we're going next, which is we're going to look for uh, four teams that we are confident are not going anywhere near the playoffs. At least four teams I want naming today. So a good place to start would be all of the one and three and the zero and four uh, team. So we know we know the Bears are zero and four. Uh, we've we've dealt with that already. Is everybody at this table? And there are only three of us today. Is everybody at this table happy to say the Bears couldn't make the playoffs if the playoffs came to Chicago and said you're the only team in it? Oh, literally, if if the if playoffs was determined by a coin toss. I'd still not back the Bears <laughs> because they'd lose the coin. Or, you know, what, they are appalling. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm not going... I'm saying the Bears will not make the Bears. Bears no chance, Paul? I, I don't know why we're having... This no. Is, this is oh, the, the discussion is because Gary's backing the Bears. Is he? He is. He's not here, but he's backing the Bears. <laughs> Um, the other one and three I mean, teams. Does a bear shit in the regular season? Yes. Yes, all over, all <laughs> over themselves, apparently. Yeah, the other one and three teams are the Giants, Patriots, Raiders, Cardinals, and Vikings. Um, now, the Giants are the. And it hurts me. It really hurts me. The Giants are the, the, the only ob other obvious one there. I think there's two obvious ones. I think the Giants and the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. I think they're, I think they're feisty. I think they are not good enough uh, in especially in a division containing the Seahawks uh, and Niners I think the Cardinals I'm, ca I'm I, calling I think the Cardinals are still competitive I think they're competitive I don't and, think they'll win enough and I think 
it's a struggle to call them off already. Uh, I would say you've omitted the Patriots there who have lost well, Matthew I, Judon and Gonzalez, the yeah. star cornerback. Today they have traded back for JC Jackson. Yes. He is returning for a last round pick well, in 2025. That yeah. is how little the Chargers think of him now. I mean, they'll just be able to get his wages off the... I believe so. Um, but I, And JC Jackson should be absolutely thrilled to be out of there and back under Bill. Yeah, and he will, he will doubtless play better. But the issue... I mean, so the, the Patriots this weekend, we, we might as well deal with it while we're here, lost 38-3 to the Cowboys. Yes. They kept up with them for one set of downs. Yes. Three all, no problem. Yeah. And then completely went off the rails. Yeah. I have preached the Belichick is done. He is still an amazing, most of the time, defensive coordinator, but he will never go and be someone's defensive coordinator. He is no longer a head coach capable of connecting with the young players and inspiring them. It's not a thing anymore. He just doesn't look like he can coach anyone. And Mac Jones is fried. When everything is going right, He's fine. As soon as it goes wrong, the temper tantrums come out. He looks it, frustrated. It's not even goes that wrong. No. Like, he just gets frustrated just so quickly. Stop putting Bailey's a pay in. Because the moment it starts going wrong, you're going to get frustrated because you know you're going to be yanked off. But, but he was absolutely... Like, he was dreadful. The fact that he was... Like, they, they pulled him when they did... Uh, three, I think three uh, drives from the end. Um, Like... At some points, it's like, like his brain just frazzles and he starts throwing across his body. All Wild. He, all he did in college was win. He cannot cope yeah. with losing. He played for Alabama. They do not come from behind very often. Leave it. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to cope with the adversity and it shows. Yeah. You cannot tell me, regardless of what the stats or anything else say right now, that Mac Jones is anything other than quarterback 31 out of 32. 32 is Zach Wilson. I think that's unfair to Zach Wilson. Bullshit. Well, we're, we're, we're coming to that because he had a slightly better game this week. But on the balance of four games so far this season, Mac Jones looks like an unathletic temper tantrum waiting, waiting to go off quarterback. But you've, there's no offensive weapons there. There's nothing. It's terrible. Which is another it, reason it's not why helped, but like there were other players having bad seasons. None of them are acting like a little brat like him. And it's the, it's as well, even when, once it, it's like once his mind's gone, even the easy reads, he misses completely and he wants to do hero ball. And it's... I'm it's afraid just, I agree. It's, I, 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 Belichick I has built a terrible roster. Uh, the running game... I mean, why we didn't go after Dalvin Cook and instead went after Zeke, who looks slow, like he has done for the last few years. And we're not in the red zone enough for him to be useful there. I, 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 I'm not against going for Zeke over Cook because Cook hasn't looked great uh, at New York. It shows some ambition. He's a much but, better player. But, like, Ramondre Stevenson is a massive letdown. Yeah, that's been poor. 14 attempts for 30 yards. I don't, mind, I don't mind Zeke as a, an accessory to yeah. A, yeah, yeah. a leading running back. Ramondre Stevenson this season hasn't been that. No. And um, at the moment, 
I mean, I don't know what you could. There's nothing worthwhile on this team that you would say would upgrade many other teams. When your lead receiver is Hunter Henry, who is a fine tight end, but he's not getting into at least half the teams in the league. What are you doing with him? Do you want him to be a receiving tight end and do you want him to be a blocking tight end? He he ain't grown. No, they want him to be both and he can't. But uh, our next best receiver was Demario Douglas. Who? Sounds like a terrible wrestler from the early 90s yeah. who'd lose every week. That sounds like that's, that's a Madden regen. Yeah, Demario Douglas. Uh, Kendrick Bourne was supposed to be the live wire this season. Two receptions for 36 yards. Devontae Parker has never showed up, really, yeah, with the Patriots. Well, Juju Smith-Schuster looks like a terrible acquisition. Like, he can't get open. And we've got we're just getting nothing out of players who on other teams have been serviceable. But... Those names I just read out, how many of them are getting into the Niners? Oh, God. The no. Cowboys? I mean, and the, the what, Dolphins? Yeah, none, none of them. them. None of them. Juju on a good day? No, he doesn't have good days anymore. No, Juju. He just won the Super he Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl and was good in the Super Bowl. He was good in the Super Bowl, but he, he hasn't been season. but he hasn't been good this year. Oh, he's been awful this year, but I you know of what you've done for me lately, Juju has some credit in the bank. No one else on that team does. No, I think that's fair, including Belichick. And this is the point that can't be overlooked anymore. Okay. When the Patriots go 5-12 and 12 this season, <laughs> he will be gone. gone. Yeah, He will be allowed to walk, but he will go because if he it's get, over. As you say, I think if he doesn't get eight wins... Eight wins, eight wins doesn't look as good as it used to now that no, there's no. an odd number. But, but, but I, I think eight wins is the minimum requirement. Yeah. You just need to burn it down. It, absolutely. I could not agree more. I, they need to get a, a, an established quarterback to train a young quarterback because you cannot have Mac Jones training Bailey as a pay. That doesn't no. work. I mean, if if the Bears go out and get Caleb Williams, I would be diving on Justin. But Caleb Justin Williams has said he won't go there. I mean, well, he said and this he, is the he, issue. He's actually make more, he's making more money from next in line. Yeah, yeah. That he, could, he said, I'm only going to play for... Like six clubs. And this is the problem that college is going yeah. to have now and the draft is going to have now is that now that money is accessible in college, they can be picky. They can just say, well, I'm not coming out this year then or I'm not going to play for you if you draft me, so don't draft me. You're going to get that it's a lot. Happen, yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see at what point the NFL has to step up and say, you either play where you're drafted, force a trade, fine, or you do not play in the NFL. We yeah. will hold your, we will hold your rights to one side until you play for this team. Yeah, uh, I think at some point that may well happen now. Um, but but the the Patriots, it was Belichick's worst loss uh, ever, ever, including the years he was head coach of the Browns. Yeah, um, and it was our worst defeat since his first season. To, was it two thousand and three? Um, two thousand? No, two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. 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 Um, I think the worst defeat before was 2003. Right. Where he was held to zero, but less points. Yeah. I, um, but I, I thought, yeah, we lost like 35 nothing to the Bills and went yeah. on and won the Super Bowl. Yes. So but that's not going to happen. No, it's not. There's no hope for this team. It is like being a Giants fan for the last so many years. It is. It's appalling. And the worst thing is, like, uh, when I. Fandom of any team, it's waves and like the the the, the, oh, the the New England wave has been pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, look, I I've don't got, get to complain. I've but got yeah. the five teams. Caleb Williams said there's a list. Apparently, the five teams he'd only he'd only be willing to join. But you couldn't name all five. 
Uh, Niners? Yes. Cowboys? Yes. Um, Jets? No. Uh, Rams? Nope. So let me go through them because there's some of them that are very obvious. The Cowboys and the Niners. The other three are the Raiders, the Vikings and the Giants. Well, it's because he knows that uh, they've all got spaces coming. Like, Kirk is going the end of the season. Raiders, um, Garoppolo is a transition quarterback. Daniel Jones has a... I know he's got a four-year contract. It's a break clause. He's got a two-year contract. They are are teams that he will join. And as well, three of those teams are going to be picking really fucking early. But there's also the fact that those markets, with the exception of Minnesota, are massive markets to be in. The, The Vikings one, you get to go and play with Jefferson. Yes. So even then it's still a big market. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not media so, friendly. But yeah. So looking at the other one and three teams though, where we started. Yeah. The Raiders. Raiders. Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance they make the playoffs. No. No. Even in that division with Broncos, they the, made Khalil Mack look serviceable again. Khalil Mack got six sacks this weekend. Serviceable. Six sacks. He, Aiden O'Connell, bless him. He looked at, He looked every inch the rookie quarterback. Yes. It was a quality moustache. He looked like... Do you remember uh, the the, the like TV... guy called Aidan O'Connell. Yeah. Do, do you remember the... Uh, I think it was made for TV movie, Super Troopers? I remember Super Troopers. Yeah, yes. Right. The, yeah. So there was a guy in that called Fav. Yes. Right. He looked like him. Yes. A slightly slimmer version of a comedic police character is what he looked like. And it, it, did, not, it did not go well. Um, it was sax galore. But also, oh, yeah. I know... Obviously, we'll get to that game, but the Chargers still only won by a score, didn't they? The, the the Chargers winning at all feels difficult for them. They can't get out of their own way most of the time. So I don't understand how you can have a roster that good. Apparently, because you're just... run by Brandon Staley, who isn't very good. As well, can I just say, each week, Josh McDaniel makes a really, really stupid call. When in a decent position, like taking the kick the other week, this time, like they were on the goal line, and you know they they could they they could have tied it, um, you know with two minutes to go they have a chance, and uh, what they did was try to throw the ball uh, using Maya just uh, Jacoby Myers as a. Uh, a block. Everyone just saw through it and just kicked. Uh, got to O'Connell. They should have won the ball. Um, they 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 are kicking themselves when down. It's really. I mean, I don't. I've got no love for the Raiders. It's funny to me. But uh, I mean, also, I don't rate Josh McDaniel. So well, that's another thing. No, he's uh, certainly not flavor of the month in many places. And, no. and and again, they carry on the way they are. It'll be over for him at the end of this season. Yeah. Um. Do you want another update on players I didn't know were still playing? Go on. For the Raiders, Amir Abdullah. No. Amir Abdullah, two carries for, uh, sorry, two receptions for, for 14 yards. There you go. So, you know, there's there's hope yet. He's been, what, in the league since 2015, 14 with the Lions? I mean, he's been on the waiver wire since 2016. <laughs> the modern day Fozzie Whitaker. Yeah. I mean, fuck yeah now. The amount of teams that guy's been on, he's probably living out of his car. So, <laughs> so... Do we still believe the Vikings have hope at one and three? No. Yes. 
I think yes, because if Kirk the, gets hot... The defence is appalling, but you still have Jefferson, Hawkinson, and Kirk can... Yeah. Now you have Cam Akers as well? Cam Akers. I think... I don't think they will, but they could. Yeah, I couldn't kill them off yet. If we had to kill off four teams here, I think there's four way worse teams here. Oh, I agree with you. But that division, they are, they are not in the top two. No, but... It's a really poor NFC. Really, really all I need is two from the AFC and two from the NFC that you can kill off and say, will not. Pats and Raiders, Giants and Bears, and... Because uh, nobody's mentioned the Jets here. They are also one and three. Yeah. I, mean, I, have, I have them making the playoffs. Exactly. Would, they're, they're, they're right bad. now, who's more likely out of the, the Pats and the Jets? Because I think the Jets only need to swap their quarterback, yeah. and they make the playoffs. I don't think the Patriots are that close. I still fear Zach Wilson will still get three or four more weeks. Yeah, I think you might write. Well, they they actually played the Chiefs very close. The Jets. They, yeah. What are they losing in twenty three twenty? Look, it was a good performance. Zach Wilson was fine. It. It. it it's not enough to erase what you know is a terrible. Terrible he's situation. He's had good games before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he, happens is next week he comes on and he's shit. Well, what has happened in the past is he's had a good game and then he's come the following week with all the swagger of a man yeah. who's won the Super Bowl and then thrown three picks straight away. And I suspect that is what will happen again. Um, but they do appear to be sticking with him. I, I didn't see Trevor Simeon anywhere near the starting lineup for this game. Um, and the, they do have the Broncos this week. It, well, but maybe just Trevor being there is the kick up the arse he needs, <laughs> or the education that he needs. Trevor Simeon is a good teaching quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jets Broncos is one of the. I mean, fine. We, we'll talk about it while we're here. Either the Jets scrape a win against a terrible defense, and and you know start to move forward, and we all think Zach Wilson's a, a great player, or and it's possible and probable. That they get a, a beatdown. Yeah. Like, I, I think they could lose this by three scores, and the Broncos aren't good. No. But I, I don't see Zach Wilson playing well two games running. No, I don't. Oh, and Russell Wilson's playing all right. He's like, he's not the problem for the Broncos. No, no, no. Um, they've got. And like, I know that we, we know Judy and Sutton aren't world beaters, like the, the potential they could have been. But they're serviceable. Russell Wilson's fine. It could be a really, actually, it could be a really fun game, like funny game. Oh, but yeah, I think the Jets will crush them. Yeah, could be. You've been a big, uh, big advocate of the Jets. Um, I mean, you look at that roster. All right, take. There's a reason Aaron Rodgers went there. Oh yeah, the, the yeah, roster's yeah, brilliant. The roster's brilliant. That's what I've just said. Like they get a different quarterback. They're in if, the playoffs. If they get a quarterback who can get three games together in his. Consecutive games, games, yeah. Then they are fine, and I'll, they will I'll, cruise. I completely agree with you. I think there's also, I think the thing people forget is that Zach Wilson had no, uh, had an understanding he wasn't going to be playing this season. Yeah. Yeah. To then, you know, eight minutes into the first game of, I'm going to be spending the season on the bench, understanding the game better. Oh, shit, I'm in. Yeah. It must, it, it, it would have been hard, but, <laughs> I mean, as well, like it's up to the oh, it's up to the coaching staff um, to prepare him for the other games, and he's not been great. And as well, let's not forget he <laughs> in front of him was a thirty nine year old quarterback with a bad line. 
it's gonna happen. Did you did you see the Zach Wilson making history thing? No. Zach Wilson became the first quarterback with a better stat line than Pat Mahomes uh, in Mahomes' 127 college ah. and professional starts. Zach Wilson. And what that tells you is this was a one-off. Yeah. The Chiefs had a bad night. The Jets got an okay night out of Zach Wilson. It is not repeatable. No. It's just an aberration. It's yeah. like Geno Smith breaking Eli's Iron Man record. Yeah. It's just a, nah, that won't be a thing well, next week. I'm sure the Kansas City offense will just shake it off. Right. You've mentioned it now. Fucking who gives a flying cock end about Taylor Swift. It's driving me up the wall. I don't care. Stop cutting to her. It's just a love story. That's all it is. Is that a reference to a song? <laughs> it is. I don't know any songs. The, I, I <laughs> See, I don't care. And, but, I, Do you want to give me the Travis Kelsey stats you gave me before the podcast, Paul, so I can finish your description of what you said was going to happen? What is 6'5", 250 pounds? 257 pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> I like, I stop cutting to her. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. It's become, and, and I, I know it's all it's good. What we're going to have is a new set of fat eyes on their product. They're loving it. The NFL's great because the Swifties are involved. And what's going to happen is, you know, one day. We're going to be watch. We're going to be sat watching the game, and a twelve-year-old girl's going to go. The best thing, well, it, Kelsey there ran the bootleg, and uh, all this, you know. And we're going to be out school because they that's they are so into what Paul, she's into. Paul, am I right in thinking that you've now got a list of Taylor Swift songs in front of you that you're going to try and thumb into whatever you say next? I would do, but I'm just a blank I'm, space. <laughs> shit, that's the one I know. I've got nothing. I literally don't know what any of the songs are called. I think. The thing that I, I think for the, NF, for the NFL, I think the social media accounts, you need to calm down. Yeah, really do. Um, which, by the way, is another Taylor Swift song. Um. <laughs> but seriously, I do agree with that. Because after the first game, I think there were seven posts from the NFL account. Yeah. I understand she's a global mega star and she's just come off this gigantic tour which made... Are you suggesting it's a new era for the NFL? Boo! I, I got a thing. I did a thing. <laughs> I get that. I, I got a thing. But yeah, something to do with eras. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I did see one disgusting thing, which in the crowd there were swelsy <laughs> on shirts. I mean, it, you know, I don't know if they, weren't, they gets weren't even. Any at, money. They weren't even at the Kansas City game. No, the Chargers game. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if, if it helps, Taylor Swift recommends this podcast. She does. You hope. Yeah, she, she, she does. She loves it. Okay, now we have to take a break before Calm we come down. back with a few awards uh, yeah. that we need to do at the quarter season point. Right, thank you for coming back. Um, it's time for the quarter season awards. We uh, Whoa! Thank you, the crowd. We, uh, we're we going to have a quick look at the, at the awards that can be handed out at the end of the season. We're we'll trying to see where we are at uh, one quarter distance. So I'm going to start us off with Offensive Rookie of the Year. I will make a nomination. I will select Puka Nakua, who has been comfortably the best offensive rookie of this season. I can't argue too much for that, but I will 
put forward CJ Stroud. Who would be my next pick? I will agree with both of you, but I will also put forward B.N. Robinson. B.N. Robinson, also very good. Uh, now, there are only three of us here. I have no way of, of deciding these I things. I would go with Puka Nakua. What a wonderful name. Well. <laughs> Carried. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, fine. Yep. Uh, but I think when it comes down to end of the season, I think CJ Stroud will be ahead of Quarterbacks him. always win. I suspect you're right. But right now... But right now, he's the... he's. Especially because he's come from nothing. Yeah. No, like, even, like, unless you knew him from college. What are you trying to say about his family background? I'm just saying, like, unless you knew of him, like, like the Rams were expected to be appalling and they've been, they've been fun. That's the thing. They are, they look like a, a well-coached team again. Mm. Um, uh, I hope the Stafford injury isn't as bad as it looked because um, he, he, he looked like a statue this uh, the second half of the game. It's, it's hip injuries. Had them before. Yeah. He's saying he's going to be okay. Yeah, I hope so because he's been actually he's been really fun to watch. It's, yeah, it's he's been, been good. Yeah. So uh, and, but yeah, and uh, John, Puka John, Nakua is brilliant. John Walford's halfway through selling somebody a pension. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's effectively you coming back to uh, quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, defensive rookie. Now for me, this one got. My heart ripped away for me today as Christian Gonzalez has gone on to possibly season-ending IR. It is season-ending, right. So I was nominating Christian Gonzalez. I am prepared to step down from there because he's now out. Who would you like to put forward? Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon was amazing. There were two sacks against you. Yeah. We didn't mention how fucking awful the Giants were. We've been, been awful all season. That's so true. It's like there's two Giants fans in the room who didn't want to talk about mm. it. Mm. Yeah. I will also go for Devon Witherspoon because, um, yeah, great player. I am carrying that. I've got nothing else. So, Devon Witherspoon. Um, like Jalen Carter, like these, a couple of the Eagle uh, players. Mate, like Brian Branch from the Lions has had a good start, but at the moment, Devon Witherspoon's like a bit of a statistical uh, yeah, he's a, he's a standout player so far. If Tyree Wilson gets fit, he could be interesting. Absolutely, he yeah. went seventh overall to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Chandler Jones replacement. Who they yeah. really do need that now because really Chandler Jones probably not coming back now. Well, he's been released, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he are they released. are they actually cut him? Have they? I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> unfortunately, Antonio Brownie. Yeah, the gentleman has. Issues. Uh, issues that need to be resolved probably in a medical fashion. And he, he, someone needs to take his phone off him. <laughs> um, offensive player of the year, non-rookie. Anybody want to nominate? It's a tough one because there's, there's, there's a few. It's been... A lot of the offences haven't really got started yet. But... I'm trying. I'm trying to think of someone who's not a quarterback because that's always a little bit more interesting. Uh, it's going to be a quarterback though, so I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. The team are four and zero. They're they're looking really yeah, but good. Jalen Hurts hasn't really got. Go- it, it, this is the first game this week where he looked like the Jalen Hurts of last year. Uh, like Josh Allen, like has been for two weeks brilliant. The one week average, one week appalling. Like, you're all you're all missing the answer. It's Christian McCaffrey. I would, it is Christian I was McCaffrey. Of course, it is. He's it, it, brilliant. It, it, yeah. It's Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't say that. He totaled 48 and a half fantasy points this week. Now, whether you care about it or not is irrelevant. He basically won some people their leagues single handedly. Yeah, I, I think because he, like, he's been so brilliant now since he joined 
the Niners. Yeah, it's you. You forget him because it, it's because you it, can. It's, yeah, and the team's brilliant. They're such a good team. Um, defensive player of the first quarter of the season. I'm putting any thought into this in advance of you. I'd like to say TJ Watt. You think? No, I like TJ Watt. I, I mean, like, I do like TJ Watt. Of I think course, it, it, he's fine. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a difficult one to pick because um, fewer players stand out on defense. It's hard. Well, I mean, Michael Parsons again has had a wonderful now, start. This Michael is, Parsons has been. This great. is where I was going, Michael Parsons. Um, I don't know why you would opt to fight against him. I think there's very few players that are definitely better than that. Whether he has all of the stats to back it up. There was a, the, the, a couple of the Bills defenders have been brilliant this season. Like, the, like, um, like is it uh, yeah, Micah Hyde's been like mossing players um, for interceptions. Like he's been like they've been brilliant. I think they're just a great unit. Now, I'm surprised neither of you have said the name. So I'm gonna. Th- I was waiting for one of you two to jump in, but uh, it should probably be Miles Garrett. He is the only player yeah. I would rank, rank ahead of Micah Parsons right now. That He's Browns a, defense is for three stun- weeks yeah. was was stunning. Yeah, I think the problem. With I think they've been let down this weekend by they they, they never had good field position to yeah. work from. Yeah, He's so good though. You almost it's a bit like Mahomes. You forget. Yes, yeah. you underestimate you, you how want good more. he is. But I, I, Mike Parsons, I was happy with if that's what you guys want. But my only one above that was Miles Garrett. I, for, I, I didn't. Mention you forgot Miles about him because he's playing on the Browns. Because he's and he's, he's always good. Mm. Yeah, he's been brilliant. Five sacks. The, the sack leader, by the way, is TJ Watt with six, uh, and Khalil Mack obviously with six. But Miles Garrett has been more impactful for yeah. me. So I'd, I'd like to put that forward. TJ Watt is the only person who averages a sack a game. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's brilliant. He's but oh, I mean, it's point nine seven or something like that. But yeah, he's brilliant. Um, MVP for the quarter season. MVP. Gosh, McCaffrey. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah. McCaffrey, but assuming it always goes to a quarterback, and you don't have to, it can be McCaffrey it, if it's going to a quarterback. Uh, I know we had a bad first week, but Allen. Not, Alan's not Tua? No. no. Even the games, even, no, like, no. even the 70, it, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm just asking. I, I, I think for three weeks now, he's been between very good and like peak. Um, uh, you know, he's he's got highs that no one else has really reached so far. Josh Allen for me. But actually, yeah, it, it's McCaffrey. Well, I'm I'm happy to put McCaffrey because again. we're not we're not you know Associated Press whatever yeah we can we yeah. can go beyond CMC carried um coach of the quarter season coach so far I'm going to go on a different tack just purely based on they're so competent you forget to put them in for things like this Carl Shannon tell tell me how tell me a fault this 49ers team has had so far yeah None. I struggle with you yeah yeah none. And that's someone who's he's lost his he lost his OC he's lost he's, he re- he regularly loses coaches and still maintains this amazing team. It, can, can, like, can we have two things for like because Shanahan probably you know as well like 
like the, the team has just started in such it's a your show, John. Form. You can do what you like, but like for the rookie coach as well. Okay, because D'Amico Ryan's uh, and Shane Steichen, both like both the Texans and the Colts are in sp- much better positions than we thought they would ever be. So, which one of those two do you want as your rookie coach of the year? D'Amico Ryan. Oh, D'Amico Ryan's by a country. Me man. too. Ryan's okay. So Shanahan and Ryan's. So no love for Jonathan Gannon. Pew, pew, pew. They're feisty. They are. They are a feisty team. I quite like. I quite like watching the fuck Cardinals. I cannot. But I can't. So are you going to get on the Arizona Cardinals bus? No. I cannot get on anything to do with Gannon after I saw that speech. Yeah, the bus. Yeah. The bus speech. Um, Your biggest disappointment of the quarter season? The New York fucking Giants. Well, the the, the O-line um, is appalling. Because but. because I'm not disappointed in the Patriots. I thought we'd be shit. I was, I was hoping we'd be a little bit better, but I'm not surprised. The results of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Bengals, Bengals yeah. is Bengals is where I was going, uh, but the Giants have also been atrocious. Vikings, no, they were, they were, they were always going to come back. They were winning games by a score. I know, but I don't think they're so. not. They are losing. Sa- same reason I can't pick the Chargers. I'm always disappointed. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, but but Bengals or Giants? Uh, if Bengals, you- uh, I think because I expected. I mean, I predicted. The and two of the three people here predicted Bengals in the Super Bowl, and yep. they are not getting there. No, I did. So Bengals carried. Uh, so the slowly evolving Super Bowl pick. Now, like you say, two of us picked uh, Bengals Niners. Yeah, I am sticking with Niners. I am taking the Bills. I was about to say the Bills. I, it all depends on. This Injury, one, you know, yeah. whatever it will, it will have change for the season. But I, I, think I still cannot put all my faith in Tua and the Dolphins. No, nope. uh, Paul, uh, any rise on Niners Bills? I can't change my pick from that. I mean, there's did, what, what did you have before the season? I said the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. So you, you still think the Chiefs? This one doesn't have to be non- unanimous. This is this yeah, is yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm it's, going it's more of a matter of uh, where we are. The one thing I will say from the did you see the footage of Josh Johnson being held on the one of the Chiefs plays? No, I'll show you guys the footage afterwards. There's a yeah, one of the Jets' defensive ends is being held for about eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. as Mahomes is completely free and just runs through the centre. It happens in every game, though. Oh, I know, no, you know, I, I it's, this, but you know, the refs are, you know, the media want Kansas yeah. City to win now. Exactly, um, as opposed to when they won. The but Super Bowl also, also the media want to take down the the Chiefs because they are, um, they are a dynasty. Taylor Swift's in the stands. You know, it 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 leads into the scripted thing that they you know they win because, you know, they want to press. Whatever, um, but I I think at the at the moment nine uh, Niners Bills Niners win and I'm sticking with the Niners win. Yeah, me they, too. They look imperious. I, just, I can't and, I but, can't put the Bills in doing anything going too much further. I, why not? Because the the Bills always builds it up. They've lost Tre'Davious White, but that does bring Demar Demar Hamlin back, mm. who isn't a bad player. I mean, for a guy who was dead last year, it adds to the, the script. Yeah, the, the, um, zombie, the zombie safety. And they bring, you know, the defence looks good and they're bringing Von Miller in. 
Does anybody want to give a special mention to any player or team they feel just deserves note after the first quarter of the season? Rams, really impressed from what I thought was going to be <coughs> appalling. He could, Sean McVay could be in the coach of the year candidacy because he is effectively running um, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald and rookies. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys, considering people felt Mike McCarthy bastard, was, um, <laughs> was on a slightly hotter seat. They, apart from that, they are... Apart from the Cardinals game, they've blown they've blown out teams. Yeah, but it's all defense. The, the offense, the only team that they've blown out on offense is the Patriots. Even against us, it was but, all defensive. But what wins championships? Well, yeah, but the, the defense was good last year. What happens is they win twelve games and then they get there. They are uh, home by early January. Yeah. That is what the Cowboys do. It's what the Cowboys will do. I, but you know. If we're judging this after four games, I think the Cowboys deserve no. They have played some excellent football. They have played some excellent defensive football. Um, I want to mention two players who have stood out for completely different reasons to me this season. The first one is Aaron Rodgers, notable by his absence. It has changed the whole landscape of the AFC. The Jets would be winning more games, possibly would be... Let's say three and one, if not undefeated. I think they'd be competitive. Yep, I, I think I think they'd be more than competitive with they'd, Aaron Rodgers. They'd be uh, so he's notable by his absence. A player notable by his inclusion and his continued progress. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Say what you will about Kyle Shanahan and CMC. Brock Purdy completed ninety-five point two percent of his passes against the Cardinals, setting a franchise record greater than Joe Montana and Steve Young. Those two ever. He hasn't lost a game yet since he became the starter in regular season football. No, there are some very misleading stats that come from being on a very good team. Of course, of course, but man but, alive, he no, looks no, good. But no, but hear me out. Hear me out before you start. Before you unfurl that face of yours, John. Jimmy Garoppolo was near unbeaten for that team. He moves away from that team, and he's a bag of dog. You had eighteen of twenty-four starts for the yeah, Niners. So. I genuinely feel most experienced core, most people who've done four years of college could come into this team and do pretty well. Apart from Trey Lance. Yeah. We didn't do four years of college. Exactly. Uh, I just think it deserves oh. notification. Also, oh. uh, Jalen Hurts is 21 of 22 since becoming a starter. Yeah. Can I also call it Anthony Richardson? For someone we felt had... Man, yeah. someone we felt who could just absolutely jamarcus did, rottle it. Did you see him complete a pass while being absolutely steamrolled by Aaron Donald? Yeah. Donald yeah. picked him up and slammed him down and he completed the pass. Yeah. And Richardson is not far behind for offensive rookie of the yeah, year yeah. for me. The fact that CJ Stroud is so accurate is is amazing. And, and also we're not giving enough credit to Nico Collins for this for this Texans team. Yeah, yeah. He's, or, he's, or Robert Woods. Get off the train for Robert Woods. It's left the station. I think you'll find he's starting for my fantasy team this week because I've got no one else. But Nico Collins, <laughs> Nico Collins is like 100, he's doing great. 100 yards a game. But um, it's it's all... Like, you look at Stroud, when he's throwing to Collins, the throws are perfect. It's really fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just think it, 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 they deserve no... The fact oh, yeah. that the first overall pick has probably been the worst out of those. Bryce Young hasn't really done much. He's on a terrible He's team. A bad team. That Panther team is awful. Um, right, th- those awards lead us to our weekly roundup of notable awards that 
we need to mention. Uh, biggest balls, your biggest balls nomination for the week. It's Rabel. When the, the so they lined up with Henry um, in uh, direct snap. They had, but they had next to him Jeffrey Simmons. And what? So what? Did the the Bengals think. Oh no, no, we. What should we do? Time out. We'll get a chance to um, you know let them change their mind, and we'll have a time to think about it. And what Titans do is they roll exactly the same players out and do what they wanted to do, which was Derek Henry throwing it to the tight to the lineman. Josh White, yeah, yeah, fucking loved it. Like, it was beautiful. It was fun. It took some nuts. It's hard to disagree with that. I'm uh, really sorry, I'm absolutely with it's you. A, it's, it was it's fun anyway, but the fact that they took a timeout to get themselves ready for it. And then they just did it anyway, and he was in acres of space. See, I thought it, I thought it was both the biggest balls and the sweetest play of the week, and that's that's a problem. So you now need to come up with a sweeter play than that for sweetest play of the week. Oh, shit, I because <laughs> you, otherwise it's double bubble, and I'm not sure that's allowed. I think there's, I think just because of the impact it had on the game, it was the strip sack of Justin Fields which enabled them to get back, back in the it. game. Because it just—I know it's the toilet bowl, and I know we've made fun of both of those teams, but to go go twenty-one up, twenty-one nil up, and lose is a fun game. We had two ninety-plus pick sixes this week: Witherspoon and uh, one against Kirk Cousins. Oh, it was a ninety-nine yards, ninety-nine yards on the second pass of second the game. Second pass of the game. Uh, the confidence destroyer. So, but because because uh, the Seahawks won, I'll give it to Devon Witherspoon. Yeah, it was a it was a it was and a it good killed pick. the game because actually, like the Seahawks defensively were brilliant um, against a very poor Giants, but offensively they weren't great, and so yeah, that was the game winning thing for me. Well, I'll, I'll go with it, and I actually I think I agree with Paul here. The uh, the Broncos strip sack of Justin Fields that got them going again, yeah, was it was everything that that team needed in order to pick themselves up off the floor. Uh, without that, they they lose again, and Sean Payton is 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 on the hottest of hot seats. So I am taking the Broncos strip sack. Enough to sweet yeah, Speaking of the hottest of hot seats, it's our hot seat uh, monitoring station. Now, Brandon Staley's got two wins now. Yep. His seat is slightly cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Taylor doesn't look like he knows what he's doing as a head coach. He's a man living off a trip to the Super Bowl, which they lost. But every time we say Zach Taylor's on a hot seat, he goes on some massive winning streak. That's fine. I I refuse to give him that. I I think this is a season of absolute pain because he's got to... He's going to destroy Chacho Burrow uh, until the season's over. Um, and we saw what, what happened last time we had Zach Taylor without Joe Burrow. They were appalling. So besides Eberflus, whose seat must be hot, regardless oh, of what the Bears say. He's burning his ass. Def- you're a defensive head coach playing some of the worst defensive football um, going. Um You've got Josh McDaniel, who I think should get no points knocked off for losing with Aiden O'Connell. No, but I think his seat is hot because I they, agree. Are, they are 
making some strange. Do you want to you want to talk about the Dayball situation? How much Day, credit does he have? Dayball has lots of credit in the bank at the moment. Uh, I think uh, they gave him. They, they've they've got Daniel Jones to because of how what, what Dayball did with Brian uh, Daniel Jones last year. This year it isn't working. The line is um, makeshift. Like eleven sacks is a ridiculous stat. Mm. It's it's one off the record. Um, Dable has credit. I think I I think Jones would go before Daniel uh, Dable or Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale, yeah. So speaking of coaches who have credit in the bank but are currently ineffectual, Mike Tomlin. The Steelers team look awful. And Matt, he has done nothing to Matt coach Canada them up. Canada would go before him. Maybe. But the fact that he hasn't got rid of him already yeah. and continues to show loyalty. The fact that the Bengals are so bad will help them. Hopefully it does. I don't. I do not think for a second Mike Tomlin should be sacked. No, no. But show me something. Show me either you can coach Kenny Pickett or you have the balls to play Mitch Trubisky. Because at the moment you're doing neither. Yeah. And it's and notable. It is. Um... Uh, yeah, um, apparently Pickett will play this weekend after. Oh, so I've heard. Bone bruise to the knee. Yeah, but get him, give him, just take him out. Take him out of the firing line. I agree. Play Mitch to risky. Um, right, that concludes the show for this week. Uh, hopefully next week we will have uh, a fully fit uh, squad. Uh, Jim currently uh, extremely unwell because uh, yeah, well he's he's suffering. We don't know what with. Could be. COVID, AIDS, leprosy. I don't know. But Housemaid's he's, knee. Housemaid's knee. He's very poorly. And, and I suspect a little bit depressed. And I also suspect Gary is depressed because he's in Bolton. Uh, somewhere. Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Ooh. An upgrade. Oh, an upgrade. <laughs> Driven up there in his post van today, is he? Yes, he's going to deliver. <laughs> That's a long way to go with Jess's company. Right. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us for the podcast this week. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.